evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to uh, the first um, Parish Council meeting of the new year. Uh, just a reminder to everybody uh, that the meeting is being recorded and will be available on our um, website. Okay, moving on to the first item, uh, 20.012, apologies for absence. Um, we've had apologies for absence from Chris Edwards, who is ill, uh, and from Stuart Gemmell. Um, can I ask whether councillors wish to accept the, um, their absences? If some yes. so, I've got, I've got um, a proposal there from Pam, uh, and seconded by Tony. Uh, all those in favour? Okay, so that's carried unanimously. Uh, moving on to 2013, declarations of interest. Um, to receive, first of all, any declarations of local non-pecuniary interests. Uh, I haven't received any declarations of non-pecuniary interests. Does anyone have any to declare at this point? No, in which case, on to the next item, which is um, disclosable pecuniary interests. Uh, Velders declared yeah, yeah. Uh, a disclosable pecuniary interest in a planning application uh, DC 1905751 because it's for her house. Um, so when we get to that point, I will ask Velda to um, step out of the room um, for that point. Okay, anyone got any other declarations of pecuniary interest? No? Okay, in which case we will move on. Um, item 4, dispensations. We haven't received any dispensation requests. Um, moving on, item 5, minutes. Uh, Councillors to review and approve the minutes uh, of the meeting that took place on the 9th of December uh, 2019. Um, first of all, can I ask whether any councillors have any um, suggested corrections to these minutes? No? Okay, in which case can I invite a, a motion to approve them? Nice. So, um, Jeremy first and uh, Pam, I think, was that you? Sorry. <laughs> sort of you. Okay, so all those in favour to approve the minutes? Okay, so that's unanimously carried. Um, moving on to item number six, which is county and district councillors' reports. Um, neither are here at the moment, so we will hold this item on until uh, they appear. Indeed, they do. So, moving on to item seven, public forum. Um, so, can I ask whether there are any members of the public who'd like to address the council on any items that are not related to planning applications? Yes. Yes, okay, yes, please, 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 please uh, do. Mr. Chairman, um, you are aware of the communication before Christmas. Uh, you kindly invited me to come and attend this meeting briefly. Um, I was um, perplexed, uh, astounded, and I could use several other verbs, um, about the thought that uh, there was potentially to be charging levied for use of the track around the, uh, the recreational field. Uh, it seems to me to be quite extraordinary that something like that could even have been mooted, I'm stoked. And rather than just exchange emails, um, I'm appearing here um, to make my, make my point. It is remarkable. Okay, um, 
Thank you. I did respond to your email saying that, um, uh, and tr that that wasn't really what was in, in our, in my view at least. I mean, I was at that meeting. I chaired the meeting. What was actually proposed? In fact, actually, what happened in the meeting is councillors agreed to um, start saving money towards a fund to um, pay to help to kind of re replace that track in, in due course. The only suggestion that appeared similar to that was that um, a deal uh, did repeat the suggestion of a previous councillor um, that we might ask people um, who benefit from the use of that whether they would contribute towards um, benefit, financially. benefit financially from it um, if they might contribute towards it. The only person in mind might have been the, the, the leisure centre and if we do have cause to do something as a council we do normally ask whether anyone else could contribute either by raising funds towards it, like in a voluntary capacity, or alternatively by contributing financially. Um, that certainly is my recollection. It was a while ago now, but as to what happened at that meeting. So hopefully you might be reassured that there was no proposal um, to charge anybody for the use of that facility. It remains free to use by anybody. Well, I, I, I would be reassured by that. I mean, the fact of life is, that I can only speak in the light of what I observe, yeah. and I use the verb observe advisedly. Okay. And uh, I'm not just talking about loose gossip and all this kind of stuff. Um, okay. I mean, there is a recording now on the. Yeah, if you don't want to go back and listen to it, no. there is a recording on the on the council's website of the meeting. Well, you kindly invited me. Yes, you're very welcome to be here, and, and, and we. I'm expressing it. It yeah. does seem quite extraordinary. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, any other members of the public want to address the council on anything that's not about planning? If you do want to talk on planning, I will invite you to address the council at the start of each of the planning agenda items. Nobody else? Okay, thank Could you. Can I raise one other issue? Um, yes, you may. I will. I will ask I'm, I'm anxious to know what the regime is for road sweeping. I've read uh, the statement on the notice board outside the church. Um, I actually did a pen sheet. Yep. There is a clear statement about how often the road will be swept to, swept to and from Hemsheet. Um, in the four and a half years and more that I've been there, I have observed it being swept once. And I was just interested this morning, when the road was entirely clear, to think, actually, there's a damn good opportunity and I'm just wondering what the arrangements are for this service um, to be managed and policed. So, um, well, I'm happy to look into it. Is, is your comment that it's not been swept that far it's down? Been, it's absolutely not been swept. And I'm advised by some uh, residents uh, further down towards my house um, that there is absolutely an abject refusal um, for it to be done as and when. But that is just hearsay that I've heard from them. Okay. It is not happening. There's been one mechanical road sweep that I'm aware of, which has gone down. Guess what? There were a few cars there. But they were, when it went down, which was earlier last year, then it, would, it, it was actually trying to pick up the detritus which had been gathering there for about three or four years. Okay, so are you, are you referring now to the sweeping with the mechanical road sweep no, by the district no, council? No, I, I understand that, uh, yes. from the notice, that, 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 that the parish council actually pays for this to be done. It is yeah. not happening. Okay. It is not being managed uh, from, from all I can see, so I'd like to bring that to your attention, sir. 
Yes, so I, I will ask a deal if she would go and look into that matter for us and report back to the council. Um, sorry, turning to you. Yeah, I think we were actually talking about it being swept by, by our... Street. Um, the by our. Yeah, you're sequence um, just um, because otherwise uh, Vel is going to have to be kind of running in and out which is probably not that helpful so um, I, I'm going to start with um, the second item DC 1905830 that's erection of extension to rear of factory and creation of parking spaces at Roger Skinner Limited first of all um, is there anyone present who would like to address uh, the council about this application. Yes. yes. Hi. Um, my name's Matthew. I'm the ops director of the um, So we really don't need to sort of ask, answer any questions. Yeah. So um, got a site plan there. Yeah, um, it's, it's basically just under a, a thousand square meters. It's it's, it's uh, to give us. Um, storage space for all material, so there's no manufacturing or anything to go on in that building. It's, it's purely for uh, a storage, basically without growing the, um, the building really, so um, it will help us in a, in a number of issues. One is we've got more material storage and production facility, which isn't really, um, it comes up with the sort of policy standards that we're aiming for. Um, and secondly, we, we haven't got storage to take on full load, so what we've, what we've found and we've done a bit of work is that we, we end up with lorries with half loads, so, so by having more storage space that's going to reduce the actual um, movements of, of lorries. Um, it works out, it's going to be possibly between 9 and 11 a week. Um, uh, and, and that's it really. It's, sort of it's at the back of the factory. We've tried to, there's some other pictures of views in and out, so we sort of try to sort of keep keep it out of the views of you know of where we are. Um, and we're also in the scope of plan, um, you know, the <coughs> invest in the site really and sort of keep jobs within the village. Okay, um, so is there any, are there any other documents you want me to bring up? The visual impact plan? Yeah. Oh, there we go, I see. Right. Yeah. And there's, there's some parking spaces, is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah. there's already some parking spaces, but by doing this, it's all it, it, so over the existing car park, so um, obviously we've, we've put some more in. Um, and we've allowed 
sort of here turning area at the end there, just to, so we can unload lorries at the end while they're not doing one engine. So, so basically, it's a flow of raw material going through the factory. So obviously, you un unload raw materials at the, at the back end rather than the front end and having to take, take it through. So it just makes it more efficient really for us. Okay, thank you. Um, and another note, um, we're, we're introducing sort of the yard, um, as I say, sort of uh, vehicle movement, and we are, we've spoken to all our suppliers, it's, it doesn't, it's nothing to do with the planning, but it's just for everyone's sort of interest, really. So we've spoken to all our audience, and we've told, we've banned them from going to the village, so it's, it's a turn left only, and um, yeah, we, 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 we just need to introduce a big sign saying no right hand turn, turn left only, drive straight to the bridge. Just, just for Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, any other members of the public want to address us about this particular planning application, the Skinners one? No? Okay. Okay, so let's move on to a discussion around this application. Um, might be just helpful just to begin with. Um, to note that uh, in section 8 of the Stockport Neighbourhood um, Plan, there is a specific reference to, um, it says here, the site owner wishes to expand the operation in the near future. Um, and, this would allow, and, and this would enable the private waiver initial proposal. So there's, there's, some, there's some reference here to um, a potential expansion on this site. Uh, policy Strad 13, about employment provision, um, says the expansion of existing commercial premises will be permitted subject to certain criteria identified below. Uh, the four criteria are one, the proposals are not significantly detrimental to the character of the wider countryside or the views across it, and two, the activities to be undertaken on the premises do not have an unacceptable impact on the amenity of the neighbourhood properties, and three, there is sufficient off-street parking to accommodate workers and visitors, and the activities to be undertaken on the premises would not result in significant increase in heavy goods vehicular traffic on the roads in the vicinity of the premises or elsewhere inland around the parish. That's just a bit of uh, context from the neighbourhood plan. Okay, Pat. Could I just mention there was a letter from the environmental officer asking for more information. Was that on the... Oh, there we go. Here we go. If that's basically that um, Hollins, who's uh, uh, architects, have gone back to him and, and asked him to just clarify a few things because one is it's already an existing site, there's no plans to put any lights up or anything like that. So, you know, I think that's where, where he was coming from. So, just going back to ask a few questions, you know, where, where, where exactly he was coming from because it's already a uh, production facility. Yeah, I think his, his comments were that he well, he the answer yeah. until he got the answer yeah. to those yeah. questions. So yeah, I've, I've put them on the screen panel for the benefit of councillors. This is a submission by Mid Suffolk. So what, um, what he's asking for, what, what's, what's the use? You know, is it for production? And so basically, problems um, are down back to them. It's a bit like what I've said to you. You know, it's being used for storage, and and, and there's no plans to put any lighting up or anything like that. <coughs> Okay, so in response to this, you're saying there are no plans for lights. It, it's mm -hmm. for storage, not for the production. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Would there be some lights for the car parking area then? When people going to leave? Because um, does that back on some houses on 
the new estate? Because we've had trouble with lights before. Or? Yeah, we, and, um, we have. I oh, know you've rectified them. Yes, yes. There was a complaint from one house, so I just yeah. not from many. There was just one. Right, house. okay. Just, there's no lights. I've got a very calm lights, but there probably would be some lights, that's all. So I think this shows this where it is in relation to the housing, doesn't it? That's yeah. ash plough. That's ash plough at the top, so the, the 20 that's shown on yeah. there is 20 ash plough. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah. I just want to make yes. sure that that's, that's fine. Yeah, okay. No, we have had issues, well, one mm -hmm. issue we did explain, mm -hmm. and we placed the whole lighting system around the path of the back of the factories. Any other comments or questions from councillors? Just a, a thought. Um, you say that lorries have got to turn left when they come out. Yeah. Will there be any lorries coming in from the centre of the village? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, basically, all, all our villages are done by DHL, and the DHL is, is that. Yeah. They all come that way. There's the old bunker that they all come from. Um, so do you want to say? I'm not quite sure. That red line is that already existing, or the red line that we can see? If you can see, um, no, the existing line you can just see it's a faded line. Can you see it? That's a faded line. Yeah. And so basically, the red line. We're going to go out. Yeah, we're going to go out and see. Do you want to point to it? So does that interfere with anything? So basically it's currently this, this line here and it, I think it cuts into that corner and then down. So yeah, it's a bit difficult to see it. Just to go out. So we, we, we've gone out the middle and we, you know, you can. And you, that, that you're going out to land you, you own anyway. Yes. Um, I think provided the environmental officer is happy, which from the sound of it, it probably will be, um, I, I propose we support it. Mm -hmm. okay. Peter, seconds. Um, is one of our biggest employers in the village, yeah. and they must be encouraged to um, expand if we possibly can. Yeah. So I'll be very happy to say. Okay, so um, Pam has proposed acceptance of that, with just noting the comments from the environmental officer. Um, Peter seconds that. Um, can I ask all those in favour, please? Okay, so well, we're unanimously supporting that application. Thank you. So moving on now to. Do you want to go? No, no, do you very well. <laughs> <laughs> I have to stay for the whole meeting now, otherwise, we'll reverse our decision. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, so um, I'm now going to take uh, DC 19059680. This is a reconsultation. Uh, this is outline planning permission, some matters reserved, access to be considered, erection of one dwelling and garage at land adjacent to West. Was it Wins? Sorry, why? Doctor's Lane, Stradbrook. Um, so, first of all, um, can I ask uh, whether there are any members of the public that are um, who would like to talk about this? Well, I have two points originally. Yes. One was the safety of vehicles going down the doctor's lane. Yes. And the um, second one was I thought we had a neighbourhood plan that was to prevent 
individual house being built. And there's already been one built in the doctor's room. <coughs> okay, thank you for that. Um, the council, I think, originally uh, gave them the, the feeling that it would be turned down on the grounds of the neighbourhood plan. But they presented um, a planning statement that seems to have anticipated various objections. It, it seems quite well written. And I would wonder if the, the council would take notice of that and then give permission. I think it's very difficult when one house has already been built. Yes, it is. I guess there was a house built there, even though uh, previous to that was, was, was we were probably going to discuss there was a objection. However, the part of this land does appear as a specific policy statement in the neighbourhood plan. So we may be able to refer to that in any response that we make. Yeah, I mean, what, what they actually say in the planning statement is it's outside the area of the neighbourhood plan. But that's not the root point, you know. No, I think the point that. is that we're allowing yeah. separate houses to be built. Okay, thank and you. Does that the <clears throat> yeah, thank you for that comment. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely bear that in mind as we, as we look at this um, application. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Or? No? Okay, thank you. So, um, moving on to this application, I, I will just put up on the screen that this is the planning statement um, referred to, um, but let me just put up um, a location plan just to show you where it is. So, if you can see there at the bottom there, that's the location of it. You can see the Priory um, to the left there. Um, so that's the location. Uh, let me just find the scheme design. Um, this, can I just talk to this? Yes, please do, because um, it's a bit confusing, isn't it? Neighbourhood plan strat 16 that was allocated. The whole all of the sites, so everything that's in blue and the bit that's in red, was allocated in the neighbourhood plan as one site, with access of Farriers Close, where there is um, access has been retained when they built Farriers Close here to give access on. Um, it was specifically not given access of Doctors Lane, um, so this planning application is going against the neighbourhood plan and does. Um, put Strad 16 at risk because it makes the site smaller by the four nuts and also could lead to difficulties if there's a road into Doctors Lane. There was another, there was a, a, a in 2014, highways, and there's a letter, highways did object to any more um, applications, any more traffic movements on Doctors Lane. Because it was contrary to the, the joint uh, to the local plan at the time, and as at the, at the time of this meeting, that local plan still stands. It hasn't actually been superseded by the new one yet, because the new one's still in draft form. Fortunately, I think there was another application that was approved after this. I know, but that's just the, but yeah. those guidelines still hold, and we would <coughs> you ask highways why those guidelines 
why this doesn't contravene. It contravenes the neighbourhood plan and it contravenes the local plan. So. So is the land allocated in the neighbourhood plan? It's allocated in the neighbourhood plan, but with access off Ferriers Close, not off Doctors Lane. So that whole site is 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 um, part of the neighbourhood plan land. It's just 20, isn't it, that they're wanting to, to build now. What they're trying to do in this particular application is split that house off from the rest of the application. There's been no application for the rest of this site um, and have access somewhere else. Policy Strad 16... Um, specifically states that, um, it's sub that, 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 that that development of that area should only be supported subject to the following criteria. One of them states vehicular access is provided um, via Farrier's Close. So it's certainly my view that this, this application is not in compliance with policy Strad 16. There are other houses being built. But this, this well, has a specific policy very close to that one. I know, but this has a specific policy written that Mid Suffolk and Mid Suffolk have commented that it contravenes the neighbourhood plan. Which I have to say I was very pleased to read because it shows that the neighbourhood plan is being taken seriously. It's in the planning statement. Let me just, just put the planning statement up. Sorry, apologies for the wrong document. That's in here, isn't it? Here we go. The proposal has been subject to a pre-application discussion to the council's planning officer who advised the applicants that the council would be likely to object to an application on the basis that the erection of a dwelling on the site would prejudice the implementation of Strabrook Neighbourhood Plan, which allocates the site and adjoining land for the erection of 25 to 35 dwellings. During drawing 40... No, that's so, Yeah, that's, that's right. Point. Yeah. Okay, well, what they're saying is that the drawing that we just saw a moment ago shows that um, um, the proposal would not prevent the adjoining land from being developed in accordance with the Neighbourhood Plan. That's the, that, 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 that's the suggestion made by the developer. I actually had two letters about this application. One was Farrier's Close. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> and then they sent another one, which was Westwinds. So I was quite confused about it. That's why it time. says on the formerly land of Farrier's Close. Midsuffolk consulted it under the heading Farrier's Close, and the agent insisted that they reconsult using the heading Westwinds. Um, but land of Farrier's Close is what it's known as in the neighbourhood mm. plan. Mm. Is there any reason given why they can't come in through Farrier's Close? And they've got to go that way. Because they don't own the access route. I assume. I think it's, it's, it's one of the plots in the neighbourhood plan that's in two other ships. It has effectively a ransom strip on it. Which, of course, there'd be money to overcome if you were to develop the whole site, but yeah. not if you were to build one house. No. It does contravene your own neighbourhood plan and your own policies, so. Mm. You should honour that. And you should, you should honour the neighbourhood plan, really. Any other sort of comments or from mm. councillors? So with the allocation of so many houses, presumably a percentage of them have to be affordable housing. Well, that they would be on this. It would make the site smaller and, and less attractive. Yeah. Then. yeah. That's, that's one argument, yeah. 
it's against the legal plan, so. The fact that that one is on, how many houses has that taken off? We don't know. We don't know. They're saying it is, but we, we don't know because we're not, that, they're not the developer of that site. Then that's just a proposal. Um, because I, they, when we were doing the neighbourhood plan, they said that site wouldn't come forward for almost the last time of the plan. It would be the last site that would come forward. That was a suggestion. Yeah. Well, I propose a rejected because it's in our neighbourhood plan, and we've given all those reasons. So but also, well, maybe on road safety grounds as well? Okay, Okay, so Tony's made a proposal that we should re reject this application or recommend re rejection of this application on the grounds that it contravenes the neighbourhood plan um, and also uh, on road safety grounds. Um, anyone wish to second that? So if the road safety grounds were removed... Would, would that still not contribute to the It would answers? still, yes. That would be a, I think this would be a second ground. ground. No. Yeah. I think, I think both of those things would be true. That's a bit of a difficult one, really, because if we go against you know, the neighbourhood plan on this one and let this one go through, what happens if we have another plot of land come up on the neighbourhood plan and somebody else wants to do that again? So, in a funny sort of way, I don't know where we have much of a choice, really. It's a shame, but that's the way I see it. I don't know what the nurses feel. I think the notion of road safety is a bit of a thin one because we've allowed the other house to be built. Well, no, I don't think we, we said no. We, we did it. No. Well, well it's, yeah, right. it's yeah. being built. Yes, it's being built. Yeah. So to, I think that oh. is a non-starter. It doesn't stop the council putting in objections on road safety grounds just because Mid Suffolk or highways haven't mentioned it this time. I mean, you are free to do what you want. You are you have the local knowledge. Um, I, mean, I mean, highways did support that quite strongly um, the last time. So anyway, we have a proposal from Tony to reject that. Do we have a seconder for the proposal? Okay. Okay, so all those in favour of rejecting this application. Okay, so that's, sorry, can I, can I ask you, so, so one, Peter, are you, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Okay, can I ask uh, those well, who... Well, I think should be noted about the, noted about the neighbourhood plan as the main reason. Yeah. Personally, yes. And that's what the yeah. proposal was. So that's eight votes um, in favour of rejection. Those who are against rejection, please, so... So that's one vote, uh, and so I take it that the other uh, two people abstain in the vote. Okay, so we are recommending um, on a majority vote to refuse that application. That's all submission is up. Okay, thank you. So um, moving on to the third and final planning application. Right, DC 19.05751, erection of a detached single storey dwelling following removal of outbuildings at Veldon uh, Willby Road. Um, Velda, before I ask you to 
withdraw from the room so we can discuss this application. Is, is there anything that you would like to say about the application as a member of the public? Just a small bundle on a small side, basically. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so can I ask you to just dip into the library or upstairs? Thanks so much. I'll just get in the library, though, if it's warmer. It's warmer than <laughs> Okay, so this application, just to show the location, is um, shown on the, the side here. Sorry, apologies. It's, it's marked on red for those that are able to see red, unlike me. Uh, so it's next to the house Belden um, there. Okay. And existing property, if you can't see that, because you might be red blue coloured, right? It's in blue. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so let me just put up some more existing site layout plan. Um, oh, that's not the right way around. This is coming off Ah, uh, so it is, yes. Okay, let's try and find some of the drawings of the proposed dwelling. Proposed site layout plan. That's what we're looking Another one. I'm not sure if I can actually go through this easily. Mm. Oh, that's no, alright, I can't, but it doesn't really matter. So that's the, that's the existing dwelling, that's the, 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 the house Belden, uh, and that's the proposed dwelling um, shown um, above it there. This one was granted permission recently as well. I can't remember when, but in my town. Another one. Just trying to find some more. So proposed elevations for this site. That's sort of they're all the wrong way around. Looks great, doesn't it? That way around. Uh, and hopefully, I think we've also got a floor layout plan. Yeah, that's the one way around too. So this, this is the suggestion, this is the proposed dwelling. So as you can see, it's got two bedrooms, living room, dining room, kitchen, bathroom, hallway. And um, that's that. So it's a bungalow. Um, let's have a look at the responses that we've had on this one. So highways response. So highways are suggesting that these conditions should be given. Right. There's no objection from them, but they're, they're asking for conditions we should expect for this sort of thing. Sorry, I'll, I'll put it back if you want. Um, if you want to show you that again, I see highways response. So, did you say you couldn't see parking on the... No, I mean, I'm saying it wasn't there. Yeah, let's see if we can find it on the... Mm. It says that here, disabled parking. Mm. Do we know why disabled? Mm. 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 I, I don't know. Um, parking area? No, that's the... Oh, that's the existing house. Driveway? Uh, sorry, you're right, I'm on the wrong, I'm on the wrong thing, sorry Yes, here we go, here's the proposed dwelling. Uh, there are the parking spaces at the top, two parking spaces. 
Um, you, you said something about having said disabled parking, didn't well, it? Somewhere something or? I printed off said disabled parking. Oh, so I just didn't know whether it was specific. I, I don't know why that was the case, sorry. Um, parking turning area. Okay. I was just going to say, how do you. I'm not driver. If you go back. in, how do you then turn around without going down towards the and you have to drive out, reversing all the way to the drive. Reversing to the side, reversing. And then just drive through the drive, up, up to the driveway. Reversing. No. You just turn. turn around. And there's enough space, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it does look quite cramped, but I mean, probably the only people being affected would be Don and Bell. I don't think there's no complaints from their neighbours and they would have been consulted. Yeah. And as I say, in, in my time, that other annex has been granted permission in the back garden. It's beside it, so it's... it's is that what you're talking about yeah. there? This isn't the first application, because that's coming as well. So there were no objections at all? No. Not my decision. I recommend approval. It's, it's well out of the site of the road. I've seen no problems at all with it. I don't think they'll have any trouble with highways because it's a relatively new build and they had to comply with highways for, for, the, for the bungalows that were built there anyway. I think the only problem might be that I think they've got a lower hedge, but I think that belongs to next door. Mm -hmm. Well, there's nothing... The, the village plan does not have a policy on individual houses. No, but we accept windfall. But we accept windfall, which is um, what this would be comply like, with the um, one at um, Woodfields recently. Yeah. So we, there isn't anything specifically in this plan. We would take the position of Mid Suffolk's local plan around um, windfall development that's within the settlement boundary. So there's nothing in the neighbourhood plan that would say that, that we shouldn't approve um, a application for a single or you know a couple of houses within the existing settlement boundary at Stradbrook, which this is. Um, the neighbourhood plan was mainly covering expansion into other areas, so we didn't. There's nothing in this particular about it. And we have done that since the neighbourhood plan. We've tended to approve small developments where we can, where it makes sense. Pam? I propose so we've had. You, you, so I'll take you to as a pr proposer and um, Pam as the seconder of this. Um, so I can ask all those in favour of supporting this application. Okay, that's carried unanimously. Thank you. Can someone please ask Belda to rejoin us? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Goodbye.
we'll, we'll, we'll move back to item uh, six on the agenda and um, invite our district councillor first to address them. So you can see that. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I did send my report in. Um, I'm not going to go through absolutely everything, but what I really wanted to um, highlight was the grants and the housing adaptions. Um, now, this is, um, I talked about it before, but we have actually put up another £10,000. So, this is to enable um, people who want to live in their own home as long as they can and be cared for by their family to have a wet room or um, uh, other adaptions like a hoist and things like that. Um, this helps the services across the board, it stops bed blocking and it also helps with um, our sheltered accommodations and, uh, and other homes, etc. So it's up to £40,000 now. Um, this is for private households. That it is means tested, but it's not means tested for children. So if, it, if um, the household had um, uh, a child that needed help in any way, it would not be means tested. Um, the other part of that is um, the reallocation grant is 7,500. That's not means tested. So if you were moving house and you needed some bits and pieces extra, you could have that. Um, and also there is um, 7,500, which is not means tested at all for um, if you need um, different handrails and ramps and things like that. So I think, I think sometimes we don't publicise this enough for our, our um, elder generation and people who live in the country because I think they, they make do and they don't expect anything, so that would be really good if we could um, pop that out there so that everybody knows that that's available. So I think that's a really, you know, a really, a really good um, initiative. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was I have put in the budget the money for securing the children's swims for the whole year, all the summer holidays, um, half terms, etc., etc. I'm hoping that that will continue. Uh, I think I will, I know that the schools do know, but I think I'll put it out there in mind, will be Stradbroke and Blacksfield, but that's going on, and Hoxton, because I know a lot of children from Hoxton use the pool and Prestonfield, well all around actually. I know people who come from Dist use our pool because it's so fantastic. Um, and the budget has gone out to draft now, um, it's in the public domain so you can look at all that, but um, we are going to put up um, the council tax, but it's only going to be a 1.66 increase, and that will amount to about 276 a year to build up the building and the building property. And that is quite low with what you see other councils that have um, their um, tax up to. And um, we're also. Um, We've got a new policy which has been approved at Cabinet and that's to um, look out for ta uh, the Council Tax Board on um, properties that are supposed to be used by one person. A lot of people forget to then tell us that they're actually used more than one person living in that house. Um, obviously, <coughs> this will be done softly, softly. No one's going to get a huge fine or anything. That might be a gentle reminder. First of all, can everything be paid to correct? And 
people are really genuinely in need, there is um, some, uh, we've set up, um, if you like, uh, with the citizens' advice to um, look into anything who is in really um, dire straits, basically. It's not going to be a heavy handed approach, I would say. And I don't know, you probably saw in the press that we have um, now funded um, citizens' advice for another. We've funded it for three years because then that gives them a place to find other funding. So people see, uh, the organisations see that we are back in them for three years, then they're more likely to get grants from other places. And that's a vital, vital service um, for a lot, of, um, a lot of people. That's their first line they go to to find out you know, where they can find a solicitor, if they can get any help, etc. And we work very closely with them in housing to keep them in need of um, help. And I'll take any questions. Thanks, Julie. Any mem members of the council got any questions for, for, for Julie? Any members of the public got any questions for our district council? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Apologies, I didn't see that. One thing on myself particularly, I'd say somebody who's in a great listed house or something like that, would everything be taken on its merits but be given, say, more consideration when it comes to, say, equipping housing, working on that sort Yeah, I mean, that would still have to go before the listed building um, at Mid Suffolk. But on the other hand, there are ways of doing things as long as um, no make main features of the house are being disturbed, yeah. there won't be a problem. I mean, a lot of people have got weapons and this building things. Yeah. It's just the main, it's the, it's the main structure of the house that shouldn't be interfered with. So um, there's ways of getting around that, definitely. Yeah. And I hope, to, I hope that our housing crew would work with the family crew to <coughs> up with the right solution for that. Yeah. Okay. okay, anything else? No? Okay. We should have some guy. Hello? Sure, well, thank you. Um, just run through the tracing um, before I just sent you a block. Um, I suppose, in a way, Christmas is over and the general election is done, and God help us all. Um, but sometimes it's getting back to normal. Um, scrutiny of the budget is still underway. I suppose one of the surprises for me was the uh, desire to retake that more support from the Southampton Council CAB, that's gone back in again. Um, there's a vacancy on the local CAB as a representative and uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to to do that. Now, the issue, I just want to draw your attention if I may, which is the HGV routes. Um, what's now going to happen is the, uh, the, the panel considering the rotation routes are now going to consider directly responses from parish councils. So could you be kind enough consider what responses you want to put in terms of the HGV routes, copy me in, I'll make sure it goes for that particular panel. So the issue which you've got, I say there's been a change in attitude and actually that way towards that. Do you have a date for that? It's happening as we speak. Now Graham Matier is the relevant officer for that. Graham Matier, he's the lead officer of the County Council. He's the person ready to, to get in touch with. Okay. That's the good news of such Good news, perhaps, in the fact that Miriam has decided to examine the future again of the children's centres. <coughs> again, can I ask you, please, get involved. Make sure you understand what actually goes on there. The one you've got here, what we've got here, is struggle because the outreach from I. 
I personally think it is a, in a true sense, we're a vital service. Um, not far from the real pockets of, of social deprivation and poverty. I think it's very important that we maintain this level of service. I think also, from my point of view, I think it's important to regard it as a universal service. I think that because of that, service provides a no signal stop. Sorry, no, in terms of the uh, terms of if you like, uh, people's feel inhibited about using the service because it's there for everyone to use. Um, Note, in fact, that the legality fund I still got to get cracked and get 500 pounds for the Christmas tree lights. I've got the forms here. Make sure I chase the county council up. One thing I just want to draw your attention, um, particularly, is hard to be a place. Now, I know that I was not too close from here, but in the past there has been a, a reasonable cooperation when it was run by social services and the NHS, but particular issue about step-down beds, which were provided in the old paddock house. This carried on to the new Hardware Place. Now, in December time, for some reason, CCG is announced it's going to withdraw all support funding for the 10 or so step down place it has at that particular location. Uh, and this is not just in terms of people who feel like are, are waiting for social care conditions, but also people who, who still need monitoring, um, but Norwich and Ipswich are a long way away. Um, I'm trying to take this particular matter up as a pilot who, in fact, made the decision. What was the basis? Did they consult? What was the cost benefit? All that particular thing done. The Health Screening Committee meets towards the end of this month, uh, in two weeks' time. I'll be trying to get some answers for that. Um, so, the other matter to just draw attention is that the long last uh, civil enforcement of parking and other traffic offences is moving towards the District Council responsibility. Um, we the, the go ahead on that. Uh, I'm not sure it affects traffic in particular, but certainly in Ireland there is business there. And finally, um, I can advise you that the methodology which was used, how we organised the home school transport changes back in September uh, in terms of the actual process um, has been looked at and as you're not surprised, many things were found wanting in terms of that. Um, uh, that's about a process, but also in terms of policy as well, which needs looking at the policy in particular in terms of should we write that siblings are separated from going to their schools, um, uh, and, and in particular, um, and also, not, doesn't apply deeply to Stratford, but also split villages, it does apply to some of my villages where half the villages go to one particular school or another. Um, that, that particular matter has really got to be kept on the, uh, if like on the boil there, because I think it is, uh, unfair and unreasonable that siblings couldn't follow their, to their schools and also in terms of villages causes tremendous problems. So I think they're taking on. Um, the cabinet meets tomorrow, the scrutiny committee met today looking at the, if you like, the uh, progress made in terms of the contract by maintenance with Kia. Uh, some questions asked there. I think Kia escaped from today's scrutiny but I think there's so lot to be done in terms of that. That's enough for me, John. Ten or so beds they have, they, they fund 
at Harsley Place. Now, it's difficult to deal with the NHS. We um, all know that. Um, I've been trying to get some information out of them. First of all, I've said before, who made that decision? Well, CCG made that decision. Now, when did they decide that decision? What was the basis of making that decision? Did they understand the costings of it? Did they understand you know, the, the impact it would have in terms of people? Uh, I think I have a number of people who in fact were given to step down facility. So where people need monitoring, but don't need the, the, the services of an acute hospital bed, i.e. it's important, for example, their blood pressure taken, their temperature taken, all that sort of stuff, so that their, 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 their recovery is probably monitored. Um, it's really what the step down base will recover. My understanding is that Arlesby uh, Place felt that the requirements of the NHS upon them could be a, a considerable amount of work their way to monitor these things there, and receiving an increase in the actual funding which they get for doing that particular work. And the CCG rather took the pull on board and said, we're not going to do anything at all, we're just withdraw it completely. Um, so there was a funding issue, um, but I think if that the, the, the understanding of, of what goes on in Hardsbury Place needs to be really called the attention of CCG. In addition to that, um, part of the problem faced with that Hardsbury Hospital is the consultant who ran the Parkinson's clinic there has ceased. He ceased working in the NHS, he's retired, and his particular post has not been replaced at Harvestville. So those people are midway through in terms of, of, of if you like, trying to alleviate their Parkinson's conditions have not been forced to go to Ipswich to attend the clinic. So it's a very unsatisfactory situation. But does this mean that Harvestville Hennessy is actually endangered with that no. sort of policy? No, Harvestville no. Place is, is a KUK facility. It's basically what it was because they have the spaces that are available. Right, okay. um, then they, those places were then, if you like, rented out or supplied out to the NHS. They're not being rented out now. Well, that's that's right. So you have, they will not be filled with, you like, what they're designed for. But there's always been, for a long time, there's been a, a cooperation between the NHS and social services on that too. All sorts of joint clinics used to take place, uh, joint working support, and suddenly, very quickly, this was taken away. It doesn't put in jeopardy hard to be a place, but it does put in, if you like, all these challenges those people, because we don't have any college hospitals, we have step down places which provide this intermediate care, which are going to Norwich, you have your treatment there, uh, or research, but you need to be closer at hand, then that's where we're fine. Well, this is the issue. But the question is, it is, it is if you like, a consideration of care you care. Um, they're saying that the extra time spent upon the patient, as I understand it, people there, it needs to be recompensed as far as they're concerned. Because they, they, they have no problem filling the beds in many ways. That's, that's the issue there. Which is a question whether the extra money which KUK was seeking uh, was justified or not, or whether the NHS or CCG, the commissioning body, was prepared to pay no money, more, no more money at all. That's the end of it. But it does mean, in fact, that possibly, that people staying in acute beds longer. It's much more expensive in acute beds than in fact we buy in place at, uh, at, uh, at Hartsbury Place. Have I, have I explained myself? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, thank you. you know, Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, understood. Any other questions for Guy? Guy, what um, capacity is that building actually used? That's less than 50% isn't at the old Hartsbury Hospital. It's not many, not no. much of that used at all, is there? No, this, this, and this is, this is a great scandal. Because there's always oh. lights on everywhere. I know somebody who went for physio and they sat there waiting. Mm -hmm. 
And they said, well, nobody turned up. They said, oh, no, it's not in this building, it's over there. Well, I think they need to get their paperwork sorted out as well. In so my view... that's happened... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's going to confuse you. Hardware Place or Hardware Hospital? Hardware Hospital. In my view, the real problem with Hardware Hospital is there's no one there in charge who loves the place. No. There's no one who takes control and owns it. And that's so we, a license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, it, well, we mani- I managed to get a, you know, uh, social prescribing in there as, as a service, so it, yeah. it's starting to be used in that particular way. But it is, it is a, a terrible scandal of the highest order. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so, moving very quickly back to finish off um, item eight, planning. Just to note that the outcome of planning applications determined since the last meeting. Uh, so, DC 1904921 and 1904920 um, byways was granted on the 10th of December. Territory Cottage, which is 05223, which I think is on New Street. They then take their roof off, replace the timber, and put the tiles back on. That was granted permission today. Okay, thank you. Moving on, item number nine on the agenda: precept from 2020, precept rather four, the um, the council year 20 2021. Um, this, this resolution is for us to approve the precip figure which came from our budget, so we effectively agreed this at our last meeting. This is the formal sign-up that we have to do of the actual demand for a precip from, from Mid-Suffolk. Uh, the precip figure is £35,107. Uh, so can I ask for someone to propose a motion to um, approve this? Pam proposes the motion. Um, Tony seconds that motion. All those in favour? That's everybody. That motion's carried unanimously. Uh, So effectively we need to sign this. So I will sign it and then I will pass it down for two members. Yes, that's a good idea, isn't it? Item 10, reports from committees, working parties and representatives. So um, just to go quickly through this, finance committee, that's meeting next week. So we don't have any reports for this. Oh, apologies, 27th, isn't actually next week, is it? It's the week after. 27th of January. It's 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Not (laughs) 7.30. Two, planning committee hasn't met since the last meeting. Three, maintenance working party. Uh, Don? Yeah, just a few words. Well, there's probably quite a bit to report, isn't there? Well, yeah. <laughs> I think most of you know we spent quite a bit of time over the last three weeks uh, sorting out the ditches between the surgery and the playing fields. That's the distance in which it was involved. The main blockages were towards the playing field end and one underneath the uh, ditch, so underneath the road between the surgery and 
the fire station, those are the two main ones, um, and a ditch that was completely full of rubbish, which needed to be dug out with a, a, a digger, so that could not be done by hand. Um, water is now flowing from the surgery right the way through the system, but it's not flowing freely. There are still two sections which we just could not get at because they were too long. Uh, our meagre equipment would not allow us to get the rods right the way through to the blockage. Um, that needs special equipment. Um, and hopefully what we've done will at least keep it flowing. Uh, I'd like to say a big thank you to Nick who provided us with a, a map of all the pipe work, Nick Stones. Um, he was here when the buildings were being put in place, around, uh, uh, wood fields and so forth, and he had a map of all the underground pipe work, which was useful. Um, we discovered in our excavations that there is, it's not quite correct, there is a pipe on the playing fields that takes all the waste through towards uh, New Street, and that's on the map. Um, but in fact, no water goes down that pipe. Um, we discovered that the water diverts just before the pipe somewhere underground and, go, and flows away. It goes where it's got to go, but it, it doesn't go by the main pipe. It goes in the same direction, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't use that big pipe. We can't see where it is because no. it's underground in a pipe. So we assume sometime between the installation of the, uh, of the pipe work and today uh, another development was done um, yeah, whatever it was, but the, it the takes drainage for the swimming pool I found out today comes across the field, follows that ditch, and yeah. then goes round back down to yeah. the street. So, um, so that, that's been, uh, been the work we've been doing. Okay, well, um, I think we should record a thanks to, to the maintenance work group, to, to Don and to Peter. Um, and Nick and, and others for, for, for doing that. Obviously, we did a lot of work in the, over the Christmas period, so thank you to. That was a challenge, it was fun. I don't have my drain problems. I don't know who to call. Excuse me, Jeff. Back on the maintenance, the maintenance gang, I would think probably we need to do. Uh, a vote of thanks, really. Well, oh, that's yes, exactly. But yes. uh, a stronger one from the parish council. Personal thanks, naming them for the work they've done. Yeah, I think it's quite incredible. Exactly. These I, things are done and not recognised. You know, if you just say, "Well, they've done some work," it's, it's remarkable. Yeah, for the put in. And I would like to propose that we do a formal thank you, naming these people, saying thank you very much. Did you enjoy that? <laughs> I don't think it's embarrassed. Don't embarrassed, but no. I, think, I think we can we can take it as well that we will all pass on a great thank yous to everyone who's helped. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I'd just I'd just like to add that I've been to see Mr. Cotton today, and he said he's been in the ditch between him and the next bungalow. Mm -hmm. He's dug out his entrance to his pipe, and he's been in there cutting it back, and he's cut. Because he, because the ditch has all changed, didn't they, Peter? You, they have, yeah. You know, what used to go mm. this way, no, it doesn't go that way. I mean, all, all, okay, years ago, to put a four-inch pipe in, but with a motor water. Behind where he lives, he's there. actually got a nine or twelve-inch pipe there. Yeah. But he says the water's there running between him and... 
There's get, let's get away from the surgery and uh, ditch that slowly. Yeah. But if we get another lamp around your head before, that'll block again. Because I actually went to see the resident on Bishop's Way where the ditch is open. Mm -hmm. And he was quite, he said he got in and took out his pieces of rubbish and that. But he also said the ditch didn't belong to him. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are looking into that. <laughs> I've been told by that source that actually that does belong to him. So we have to be careful, we've got to get these things right. Mm -hmm. Normally it does, but yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, uh, so for parish plan? Um, just a few words. Uh, we've got a meeting coming up on Wednesday. Um, what we would like to do um, with the parish plan is to go to all organisations, clubs and societies within the village with a, a request to check their input to the PIIP. <coughs> um, and any additional items that they want to include, which they may have forgotten about. Um, and we'll combine that with the uh, recommendations that were in the, the uh, neighbourhood plan, put that lot together, and then from that have a public meeting. And I think we now have a proposal coming forward that we'll do it at the annual parish meeting. Um, and rather than just doing it as a presentation, we want to do it as a fair. Um, so all organisations, uh, clubs and societies will have the opportunity to set up a little table and explain what they want to do or what they need to be done. And we will be able to present their thoughts on, on their future and why they want that work done. And it will be an open meeting and hopefully we'll get lots of input from there. And that will really be, then be the sort of kickstarter for starting to put the plan together. We have a date, don't we, that, for that, I can't remember, the 15th of April or something? April, April something. So it's the last Thursday. Last Thursday. The 13th. The last Thursday is the 20th, oh no, Thursday. 30th, I think it is. 30th. Do you, want, do you want to say anything? <laughs> James is the other member of the, the team. Do you want to say anything? Um, I, to, to, except to say that we're going to be agreeing um, tomorrow. Um, we'll, we'll say on Wednesday. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> on Wednesday, we will be um, discussing the publicity and, and letters that we're going to send out. So there should be something in the magazine um, that's just about to come out. Um, and um, then those letters should go out pretty, pretty, pretty soon. And our aim is every month we will put something in to publicise the event that we want to do. Yeah. Anyone else want to say anything about that or ask any questions? Okay, uh, five, is there anything to report from the community centre? Um, just a bit of publicity. Uh, we've got a, a Kaylee on the 15th of February. Which uh, would be a first, I think. For See what happens. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, Dennis, uh, footpath uh, warning. Yeah, um, I've had several complaints from walkers about the state of the footpath behind the high school. Okay, yeah. This is when the footpath joins the pavement, there's a dip, and mm. it becomes quite muddy, mm. uh, particularly noticeable last week. Yeah. So we need to do something about it and really one of the reasons I'm raising this is who do I talk to to get this work done? Is it a local contractor 
or is it the famous maintenance gang? Does the ground belong to me, Sasha? So, so um, it, in the past? it runs over private land. But well, highways are responsible for it. We're, we're not. SCC highways are responsible for, for that, I believe. There's an online reporting form, you can just report it. And they'll come out and have a look. I'm so, aware of that. So, so you need to report it, and then highways will tell you. I'll clarify that then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So in the past, we'd have asked people from the trust, and they would have done it. Okay. So that concludes um, item 10. So let's move on to 11, which is finance. Um, so, councillors to note account balances as at the 31st of December. So, the current account had a balance on the 3rd of December of £8,877.49. Uh, the deposit account had a balance on the 31st of December of £43,435.19. So two councillors to approve cheques for signature or fax payment as per the schedule, which I am just putting on the screen. I'm get a bit large so I can from the media, that's all. Okay, a deal? Anything um, to comment I'll just on? Them, what, line by line. There's been no in-month variances on the um, pre-approved payments. So payments for approval this month, bank charges have already come out, but you need to approve them at six pounds a month, so it's 18 pounds because it's quarterly. My expenses this month are 56 pounds 25 for travel, eight pounds 85 for stationery. Um, we've had the invoicing for cleaning the war memorial and adding ethyl tate to it. Um, the repair of the multi-use Multi-unit climbing frame at West Hall was undertaken. Mr Merrick's done some debris clearance. Um, we got the bill for the Rosper inspection that happened earlier on, later on last year. Um, following the floods, I had to get the ditch pumped out because the car park was underwater. Um, Matthew Hammond cleared the ditches behind the tennis court. Um, I've had to purchase, or I am purchasing once you sign this, replacement defibrillator pads because following the battery, um, failing on the defibrillator, the pads are now out of date. The ones that are in there, the unused ones, will go to the first responders and they use them in training. Um, electricity charges for the shed and the cost of replacing a toilet or holder at the health centre. Can I just ask about the flooding? Um, would the fire service have pumped that out? No, I did inquire that. They didn't like doing that sort of thing nowadays. Even when it was an emergency? No. Okay. A few years back it probably done, but not now. Mm. Right. Mm. Pam? Could I just ask about the play equipment? Do we get any guarantee now on that, the play equipment? Didn't, no. 
the new one will have a guarantee or warranty. But are we now to the repair? Yes. The, oh, oh well, the new brand new one? No, the repair, there are new bits, there's a new oh, brand okay. and there's a new log. Oh, right. okay. So okay. the, the yeah. work will be guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. It will be guaranteed. And the, did you say the repair to the toilet was a toilet roll holder? It was a toilet roll holder, yeah. Was that not something that... Well, it, it might have been, but I was called in because I was told that the um, the surgery had had a complaint that the accessible toilet was not um, compliant. So I took, I, I took a builder with me to give me quotes on making the accessible toilet um, compliant. And while we were there, they said the toilet roll holder was off. Um, so that was replaced, and when we opened the door to the accessible toilet, it was fully compliant. So we're not quite sure where that complaint came from. But I am trying to source somebody to put an electric alarm pull in it because there isn't one of those. Yeah, well, I think probably that is quite necessary. But that wasn't on their list of non compliance. They said there were no grab rails, and there are plenty. I think they were talking about the wrong toilet, but you yeah. only need to have one accessible toilet in the building. No. Um, what is that? <laughs> Okay. So, Pam, did you have a, a, a no, question? Okay, thank you. Any other questions? Yes. Hopefully that should have been, we've, we've requested the money for that now, so. but it hadn't gone in. It might have gone in Ashgis and I got some other money transferred. Have we thanked the archive? We should do. We should thank the archive for the contribution, but we should still thank it. Well, it'll be on the, it'll be on the state in the next month, so we can thank them. We will. Okay, in which case... Uh, yeah. Okay, can I, I propose the resolution to approve these, can I ask for a seconder? Second. That's Jeremy, uh, and all those in favour? Peter, are you? Stone. Sorry? Abstain. Okay, well, on accepting the payment? Yeah. Okay, so can I ask those in favour please? One, two, three, four, five, six. I've lost count now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. In favour. Uh, anyone against? No, one abstention. Okay. And moving on. Third item councils to note the receipts received in the month and the estimated reserve fund balances taking into account committed funds. So that's just on here. A deal to not just talk well, to. It's just the usual. We've we got some interest in. Um, I, I moved 10,000 from the current account into the deposit account and left it long enough to actually get some interest and then moved it back into the current account. So we've, um, we've made more interest than we've paid charges. So that's a win for us. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on, item 12. Do we have to sign these? Yeah, initial. 
Okay, uh, item uh, 12 is um, about general power of competence. Uh, a report on this matter had been circulated with the agenda. I'll just put it up onto the screen there. Um, councillors, to note that Sovereign Parish Council meets the eligibility criteria for general power of competence because A, all councillors hold office as a result of being declared elected as opposed to being appointed or co-opted. Um, B, the clerk is suitably qualified. This is why one of the means is obviously what a deal did at Silka. And C, the clerk has completed the relevant training in the exercise of the power. Um, so, Adil, did you want to um, well, it's, mention? It's, I'll, I'll answer any questions on the report if anybody has any. I'm afraid I have got queries because I have got concerns, but I'll quickly do these. Anyone else first? Can I ask you another broad question just to crystallise it? Does, does it mean that with this um, general power of confidence, does that mean that the parish council can undertake projects which are not normally done by the parish council? Well, yes, basically. The general power of competence means that the parish council can do anything that an, an individual may do, although it cannot use the general power of competence to um, change an existing legislation. So, for instance, the parish council couldn't decide to spend money on a church because it's illegal for parish councils to do that, but it could support uh, a community shop or a post office or there are examples given that's what the um, government got on their website as examples um, and it basically means that at the moment you're limited under section 137 to how much money you can spend on grants donations and projects that you don't have a specific power to do and that figure is about eight pounds eight pounds 15 per elector so that, that limit disappears. I don't need to keep a, a separate schedule of Section 137 money. Um, you are trusted to do anything that an, that an individual can legally do as long as it doesn't change, it doesn't go against any legislation that is specifically put into place. So you couldn't undermine the fact that you can't spend money on a church, um, you can't pay councillors um, any salary, um, yeah. Sorry. Um, oh dear. Sorry. So it, that, that's what it's there for. Yeah, thanks very much. But presumably, any project, etc., would have to be approved by the Oh yes. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't make any. It doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't get rid of standing orders. The standing orders are still there. Standing orders still apply. It just gives the parish council a bit more freedom to do other things. For instance, it could take over a community pub, or shop, or post office, but it can't make a profit, so you have to plough it back in. So you can employ someone to work in the shop, as long as they're not a councillor, I believe you'd be the way it would work, but you might be able to, um, but you couldn't make a profit, so you couldn't use the profit to run the council, but you could plough it back into the community and, uh, endeavour. And ordeal, you would be our local expert on this? Yes. I should qualify. Yes. Hi, thank you. Sorry, I have got a list here and I'll go through it as quickly as I can. Okay. Uh, the government introduced this general power conference with the intention that local authorities would no longer have to 
identify a specific power and the risk of challenge would be further reduced. Now, I think that the local community should have the option to challenge us. Uh, the authority can use the GPC inside or outside the parish area and it need not show that the actions benefit the authority or its area or its residents. Now, I feel any actions this parish council takes should benefit the residents of Stradbroke. I can't imagine someone. This is the guidelines for general power competence. Yeah. It doesn't mean, because the general power competence also applies to district and county councils as well, if I'm not mistaken. It does indeed. And therefore, district councils, for instance, Mid Suffolk District Council own a lot of um, shopping malls, I want to say, but I don't mean that, but department stores and things outside of Mid Suffolk. That's how they make their money. Sometimes, sometimes they don't because they're buying them. We've got a local example that just given this evening to buy a district councillor, right? If, if, if you took a very strict interpretation of local government finance for general power of competence, right, it would probably be unlawful for Mid Suffolk District Council to provide free swimming in Stradbrook for children that come from Dis because they're not beneficiaries in the council area. But using the general power of competence, the council can just take a pragmatic view and say any children that turn up at any swimming pool in our district can be given free swimming without having to go through a, you know, a, a kind of identity check as to whether they live in a particular area or not. That's the sort of example of why a district council may wish to use the general power of competence to provide a service for somebody who doesn't actually live in their district because those children live in South Norfolk, don't they? But that is a district council. That's exactly right. We are a parish council. Yes, but the rules are the same. For yeah, yeah, I yeah. can understand yeah. that, but yeah. I can't imagine we would want to do anything. No, we probably wouldn't. That wasn't going to benefit our residents. No, I don't think we well, would. I don't, but, but then again, well, if you remember know, the discussions that we had and they're yeah. coming up in um, about correspondence, is one of the discussions about the, the fitness pack, for instance, yeah. it, was, it was put in there not just for the benefit of the people of Stradbroke, but for the benefit of people from outside of Stradbroke too who could use the fitness track, the permissive path, the, 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 fit, the, the swimming pool. So you, you do, the parish council already do do things that benefit people from outside of, of Stradbroke. Right, and there is no limit on expenditure. Now that I feel is risky, because you could start up a project of say, I don't know, a million pounds or something? Well, you, I would hope that you would message your responsible finance officer and, and not sign up to a project worth a million pounds if well, you, you have a million pounds. You could have a million pounds, you could start you should, a project. You take out a loan over, you know, 150 years to do that, then, you know. Um, well, once the resolution has been passed, the parish council remains eligible up until its next relevant annual meeting, which is the four-year election meeting. Whether or not the conditions relate to electoral mandate and qualified clerk continue to be met. That is now, the law says. Yeah. So, but bearing in mind that last year, prior to the parish council elections, we had seven parish councillors out of 13 in office, and only two of them have been elected. So I feel... Uh, hang on, that's not correct, is it? Oh, yes, no, yeah, sorry, it is correct. Sorry, you're it right, ma'am. So, yeah, so we pass this today, yeah. and we were in, in three or four years' time, we were in that same position. Yeah. You would have only two elected councillors making decisions with regard to this um, general power of confidence. That, I think, is worrying. 
Um, so what I'm asking is, is there any way that a parish council can put uh, specific conditions on this? No, you just to say so. general power competence. You can't say put conditions Well, that's why your councillors to, to police what you do with the general power of competence. And I'm here to ensure that the, th the decisions you make you do legally and... But you can see my point. No, absolutely. And that, that if we got to that stage again, where we had got very few elected councillors, so <coughs> to my mind, you either we don't pass this power of competence until we have something in mind that we particularly want to do and say yes, now we could use it, or if we the, well, the difference is, is it, you would still once it's adopted, it's adopted until the next election. So when you adopt it now or then, it will still, you'll, you'll have it. I mean, it's entirely up to you. I mean, I was asked by the council to undertake Silka so that the council could adopt general power competence. I've done my bit, then the rest of it's up to you to decide. Well, I, I just felt I had to bring these queries out. It's absolutely correct. And if, if the, I mean, that is why if you look at a lot of um, adverts for clerks now, it will say um, silver qualified or willing to undertake the qualification within yeah. a year. Well, that is another thing. I mean, possibly you might want to stand down <coughs> sometime. We get a new clerk in. Maybe she wouldn't be as qualified. Or he. He or she. <laughs> oh, yes, sorry. He or she wouldn't be as qualified. Um, that, that's, that is, that's why you, you, you would put in an advert that you would require the clerk to undertake their silver within a year. Right. Obviously, it wouldn't help if, if the clerk was replaced at or around the election time. But mm. I, I mean, I have sort of concerns about it, and I don't think I can support it because of that. I can see the advantages because I can, but I can't support it because I don't. If we can put some sort of um, conditions on it to safeguard future. I mean, I mean, the conditions to safeguard the use of the general power of competence is the well, the law, but also. Uh, that's what councillors are here to do, isn't it? Councillors are here to make sure that that power is used for good. Yeah, and as we stand at the do. moment, that's absolutely fine. I'm just saying, if we have got to the, the position where we were before the election last year, um, I wouldn't like to think that... Um, well, can I say, in the defence of the councillors who are still on council and were councillors at that point, that I don't feel any of them would have abused the general power competence had it been offered to them at that time. I just thought I should put that on the record, okay, given no, that the seven councillors are in I, this room. I take that point, and I'm sure you're correct, but who knows in the future? But are I, you saying that only elected um, parish councillors will work for the general good of the public? No, I'm not saying, saying that. I'm just saying that nobody can see in the future. I'm sure that the Health Trust never foresaw the problems they had with parish council because at the time... I'm not sure that's got any relevance on the general power of competence, but... Well, I'm just saying that nobody can look into the future. So anyway, I've said my piece. Okay, thanks for make your decision now. Anyone else has got any other comments? On can this? I just clarify in my own mind what you say there? Is that, that if the parish councillors are all elected, then this will be fine. If the number of them were co-opted, then there's some debate as to whether it's actually ethical. But it's not ethical, I just think, as I said before, I'm sure 
And I will use the Health Trust as an example because they cooperated with the parish council and at the time there was a lot of trust. And I'm sure there's trust now. I'm just saying can't see into the future, Dennis, as to what who might be co-opted onto the council if people resign. And that, and that could affect the integrity of, of this general power of competence. Yes, because it would still be in power, even if, if the criteria no, were no longer in place. So it might just be worth reminding councillors that if, if there are vacancies on the parish council, um, there's nothing stopping 10 local government electors <laughs> making sure there is an election. There is a cost, yeah. For them, nobody said that um, only if there's more than one candidate. Sorry? Only if there's more than one candidate that stands in the election. Anyway, I've said yeah. my piece and it's up to yeah. any, any Anyone else got any comments or questions? It seems to me that if we undertake this um, general power of competence, it is, no matter what, self-policing. Uh, because Dennis can't decide to go and do something, a project, without it going through the process. I can't. Nobody can. And the process is public. And the process is public. So, I, I'm not sure I agree with your concerns, but in my opinion, this would be something that is not a bad thing to do. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, as we stand at the moment, yes, all I'm saying is you don't know what's going to happen in the future, and that and concerns me. As if a former co-opted councillor, and now an elected councillor, that has no effect to me on how I might um, behave. I would behave equally whether I was co-opted or whether I was elected. Yeah, so, sure. that's all I have to say. And if we didn't have co-option, you don't have the parish council because you haven't got enough members. If you'd had two members, what would have happened? You wouldn't have had a parish council to hold that time if that happened. So we'd have to have co-option. Because you only have the elections. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, you don't know who's going to be. OK, any, anyone else got any comments, questions on this matter? Have we got a proposal? We have a proposal. So the proposal is... A motion is proposed that Strubber Parish Council adopts the power, general power of competence, says the power of general competence, I guess that's the same thing, as the power of first resort. That's the motion. Um, I'm looking for a second from the motion. So seconded. All those in favour of the motion? Okay, chef, so that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in favour. Uh, those against, please. Uh, that is two, uh, and then is that one person abstaining? Okay, so that motion is um, carried by a majority vote. Okay, moving on, uh, item 13, policies for review and approval. There aren't any policies. We just keep this there so we don't forget it next month. So, 14, Clark's report. Um. The ditch was once again overwhelmed by the bottom of rain and it was pumped out. The maintenance working group, as we've discussed, has spent some time clearing the ditches um, and that there are, um, the digger was used to clear the ditch behind the tennis court and members of the working party rotted the pipes in the ditches behind the tennis court and at the health centre. 
There are still some pipes that are blocked and an external contractor is required to clear these. Since I wrote this, I have now discovered that the piped ditch alongside the community centre play park um, beside the fire station and behind the fire station is the responsibility of Suffolk County Council, so I've written to them and asked them to clear the blockages. Um, this is, I'm just going to leave this here until I find someone to fix the water heaters, but I'm now onto company number seven, but we'll get there eventually. Um, both the internal and the in, uh, external automatic doors have had to be repaired, fixed. They, they were not opening when people approached them. Sadly, not at the same time, so the engineer had to come out twice in a month. Um, I've had quotes to carry out an energy survey of the building, and I'm going to talk to Julie because um, she has indicated that Miss Suffolk might be able to do that for us, and the cost will be minimal, if anything, so I'm going to talk to her about it. Um, there's no updates on the shed. Um, I, in the green folder, in the, there's um, details about two trading courses I'd like to attend. One is on the upcoming audit. I also go on the training course in case anything's changed. And the general data protection, because the last time I did a training course, the policy has changed since then. So if that's okay, I'd like to book on those two courses. Um, uh, a notice will be placed in Stradbroke monthly following complaints regarding dog fouling and in particular fouling not being cleared up at the cemetery in Ashplow. I've put um, the standard notice from Mid Suffolk on our website with a link to Mid Suffolk's website because they're the ones responsible. Um, this one we need to decide tonight. There are molehills appearing on the playing field, and I'm told this is the first time they've come on the inside of the fitness track, um, and they need to be dealt with before they travel further into the centre. Right. <laughs> How do we deal with what those? Do okay, there's a, a mole man. Uh, well, as long as it's humane. Yeah, don't shout, not kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's either get the moles or lose the cricket square a bit. No, I see what Jill's saying. We need to make sure that we choose a. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to. Uh, you can get massive action. Yeah, it's scary. There's a horrible. They're also at the same time. We don't mind if they run somewhere else, do we? Yeah. They don't want to sign up, can you? Not more <laughs> no, more no, no. Well, to be honest with you, Dennis, I'm not sure humans don't tend to pay much attention to science, do they? Never mind moles. No. But there's also a big issue at the cemetery with moles as well now. There is. Well, I know, but I think if we put the moles in the rabbit holes, we'll sort them off. Who's going to do it? Okay. So, what am I doing? So, so what are you asking to do, oh dear? Well, last time there was a mould somewhere, I can't remember what it was. Um, I think one of the dads on the cricket team, he advertises in the monthly, he's a mould yeah, man. I don't know what he is. But if, if, if we don't clear the moulds permanently from the playing field, there will be no playing field left. And the crickets, I don't suppose the cricket square will be immune because they won't know that they're not supposed to dig up there. I think they can be diverted. They're not that far in across the no. field yet. So, so should we ask a deal to contact a mole? Yeah. I can't bring it back to the next meeting. I've got to sort something out. So I will seek some advice. And as there's as two in our in the magazine, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I'll contact a local contractor and ask if they can do something humane. And I'd like to know what it actually involves. Yeah. 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 Okay. Any other questions for a deal? Yes, um, yes I got some. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um. You, you think you, you first, then, then Jill. Yeah. Is yes. there anything underway to resurface the um, area? Just in front of the surgery, where people are left out. Not yet, and no. Is there going to be? I don't know. It depends on how much it will cost and whether all the issues with sorting out the drainage will stop the water cooling. But because it's not flat, every time no. it rains, the cliffs mm. open and people have to walk through it mm. to get to the door. Mm. And some, a lot of those people are quite frail and elderly. And using crutches and walking. I mean, I will get a quote, but it's yeah. My comment on that. Yeah. Very quickly, because when Nick and Peter and I were doing the drains and so forth, we looked at that flooding area in front, and you're right, it's not flat, there is dips, and you've got up to an inch of water when it rains. There are some solutions, and one is to put a gully drain. They've already got gully, what called gully drains around the entrance. It's possible to put one down to the road and then divert the water. So there are solutions. So it sounds like just surfacing isn't going to be enough, and that needs to be done it as might well. Be more expensive to surface it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's one with like a grating, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Okay, so Jill, you want to ask a question? Yeah, just a couple of quick ones. Uh, any news about the uh, trees at the tennis courts? No, I haven't had a chance to get a quote done for any of the tree work. That's, my, that's next on my list. And um, the notice board at the T-junction at Wilby Road, the pins that are used there, apparently, um, because it just keeps blowing everything off there, and the pins that are actually being used are now going into the driveway of the Sedgwicks who live there. And um, they're, going to have, they're going out and sweeping them up because they're concerned about them getting in their car tyres. So I'm wondering whether we could actually do something about that notice board because at the moment it's a sort of, well, Don was going to do something. Yeah, I did so I'd have a go. Well, you can have a go at putting windows back on that. The drain's got in the way. Mm. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not pressurising you, Don. I'm no, just I thinking, you know, it's, uh, yeah. the board needs... I mean, otherwise the board's going to be damaged. Yeah. Well, it will take it away. Because that you can't keep anything on there at the moment. It's just it just blows away. Yeah. Okay. So, Don, are you still? I'm happy to take. Prepared to have a look at it. Can I just say that maybe if you take it away and repair it at your leisure, and then put it back, and then that sort of problem. It's quite a good thing. Jill, do you have? Is that? That's it. Is that? Anything else for a deal? Okay. In which case, we will move on. 15 highways. Uh, so this, this, yes, this, we had a meeting with, with um, Suffolk County Council, so the suggestion now is that we have an open meeting for members of the public to discuss highway options uh, and the tip. Uh, and the suggested date for this meeting is on the 18th of February. Uh, from 1 till 4 and then 7 till 9 to, to allow 
Um, obviously different groups of people who might be around at different times to come. Uh, the suggestion is that we would uh, have an exhibition in here of options um, with then the ability for people to obviously comment on those options and ask questions. Adil, did you want to say anything well, more about that? We, we queried why we couldn't have a 20 mile an hour zone because we don't tick any of the criteria to allow us to have one when I got one, as in EYE, um, not me. And um, we had obviously responses from Highways and from Guy McGregor and the biggest um, input to get a 20 mile an hour zone in the conservation area in Stradbroke will be public support. So this would be the start of it, having an open meeting, getting people to sign that they agree that we should have an, a um, 20 mile an hour zone and then that shows community engagement but we literally don't tick any of the criteria, well, we, we, we tick all of the criteria to prevent us from having one, I think was the outcome. So there was the, some of the other criteria were like the speed of the traffic? Well, it wasn't um, just the speed, it's the fact that we're on a B road, we're on the lorry route. Yeah. Um, it's a conservation area. Yeah. There were, there were, everything, you know, you can have a 20 mile an hour zone as long as you aren't in a conservation area, have low speed already, on an HGV lorry route, we, we, you know, we, we ticked all of those, we ticked all the wrong boxes for a 20 mile an hour zone. But it is possible, but you have to show the reasons why. Um, the, the, the primary reason would be a primary school, and the secondary one would be um, village support for one. Okay, so on a practical basis, Adil, do, who, who would be organising and assisting mm. with this. Well, me and the people that came to the highways meeting, I assume. Okay. Or anybody who wants to. But I'll be getting input from highways on costings if I can, or approximate costings anyway. Do you want to know who will be involved well, now? Near the date will be fine. Yeah. Well, you can have the room. Yeah. Thank you. I've, I've reserved the inside front cover of the next edition of the monthly to advertise this so we can get as many people to come in because obviously the more people who sign to say they would want us to have a 20 mile an hour zone the more likely you are to get one. Okay, anything else on highways? Uh, flawless space, I don't think we, I, I, we just kept this here as a standing... I don't think it needs to be on there. Okay, we'll take it off then for the and we uh, said to keep it on there in case any sponsorship came forward. Well, I'll raise it again. You'll raise it again if you want to for the back one, yeah. We'll take it off there. Uh, 17 risk assessments uh, to note any issues concerned. Um, community centre play park. Moles. Moles. Moles again. Moles, yeah. I'm in the gradually. So Jill and Maureen will deal with the mole. Who made <laughs> okay, um, that's the community centre play park. Anything else? No? Nothing else? Uh, well, permissive park. Um, I noticed some of the wooden boundaries have sort of splintered. I don't know whether they need removing, whether they're dangerous. It's the same with the track, is it? The whole thing needs renovation. Yes. Yeah, I, I realise that, but I'm just wondering, it's just one particular piece of wood. I mean, I don't go up there that often, not as often as I go to the play park. 
Um, but it's just one piece of wood I noticed was a bit splintered. Okay, um, Westall by far. So the multi-unit climate frame is now been repaired. Is that now back in service? And did they also tighten the... I don't know. I don't know. Suffolk District Council about um, litter. 
Spring Clean Supper 2020. Um, so this is talking about um, Keep Britain Tidy, Great British Spring Clean from March to April. I'm suggesting we might want to promote litter picking. Anyone got any comments on that? Mm -hmm. um, email about Midsummer's website. That's what this is, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doing a survey about their website. Survey about their website. We've got a request for a donation. <laughs> addressed to, to. I'm not even going to read out who it's addressed to. Ms. Something bizarre. <laughs> Do you want to? Pizzy. Pizzy. Oh, I don't know who that person is. Well, that's it suggested. I don't know why it says that. I think it's been mailed. Pizzy is the Clark yes. Upland off the top of my head. Okay. Um, this is Suffolk Neighbourhood Watch Association that are asking whether we would want to give them any money. Do we want to give them any money? No. 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 Um, some no. correspondence uh, around the Plainfield perimeter um, from uh, Richard Passmore, who's here earlier. You've referred to already. Um, All I can say about that is I, I am confused as to where because he says that he had been told um, that I have recently, I was astonished to hear that apparently there is a consideration by the parish council that somehow charges should be levied, and I'm not sure how what we discussed turned into that. Um, I was a bit confused to be honest with you. Um, but James responded and said that we hadn't had any plans to do that. So um, I just wondered how what we said at the meeting got translated into something different. But. I don't know if you got confused thinking what the meeting said about the legislature putting something towards the lines, that sort of thing. Misunderstood that, I don't know. But it was only something that was discussed, we didn't actually no, no, ask yeah. them to do it. That's so. because they were making money. Yeah, but we, we haven't asked anyone to give anything. Um, proposed route for HGV traffic. This is all about poultry. Again, for information. Just came in. I think it ties in with what Guy was talking about. Yeah. That's that. Um, Sorry. Pam. Yes. Can I just go back to the dog family? Sorry, oh, I do. Could I ask you to add to Ashflower and the cemetery? The grass verges around the village because there was that other lady who complained to me about um, dog bearing on the grass. Yes, and I know which. You just add that to. I can. Please. Um, and I haven't seen the lady to actually tell her what I found out. But anyway. I think a lot of villages are rewilding now, <laughs> okay, um, correspondence previously emailed, uh, South Planning Survey and South Area Form Notices. So, we're at the end of the meeting, uh, so the date of the next meeting is the 10th of February, uh, and any matters to inclusion need to be submitted by councillors to the clerk by the 31st of January.
So thank you, everybody. Thank you.